So when the crowds saw that neither Jesus nor the disciples were there, they themselves got into the boat and they went looking for Jesus at Capernaum. They came across the lake to the other side. They found Jesus there and they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? He said to them, very truly, I tell you, you did not come looking for me because you saw the signs. You came looking for me because you ate your fill of the bread. Do not work for the bread that perishes, but work for the bread that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you, for it is upon him whom God the Father has set his seal. They said to him, what must we do to perform the works of God? And Jesus said, this is the work of God, that you believe in the one whom he has sent. They said, what sign will you give us so that we might see it and believe? What works are you performing? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, for it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said to them, it wasn't Moses who gave them the bread from heaven, but my father in heaven who gives the true bread from heaven. The bread of God gives life to the world. They said to him, sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. The gospel of the Lord. More than once this week, due to some confusion or miscommunication about who was supposed to be where, when, we had a couple of campers who didn't get picked up on time after our camp at church events. Most kids don't like to be the last kid in the building, of course, killing time with the grown-ups, twiddling their thumbs, waiting and wondering and worrying about where mom and dad might be, what's taking them so long, how much longer they'll have to wait and all the rest. And the longer they wait, especially for some more than others, the greater their anxiety and worry grow. So while I was making my phone calls and sending text messages and starting to wonder and worry a little bit myself, in each case, I just kept assuring the kids that someone was coming, that everything was fine, that mom and dad were probably just stuck in traffic or had the wrong time or got trapped at work. Trust me, everything's fine. Someone will be here soon. And I prayed to Jesus that I was telling them the truth. Because <laughs> other than those words and my high hopes, I had nothing else to offer these kids. No proof to show, no evidence to offer, no sign to give that they should, in fact, trust anything I had to say. And it made me think about the crowds who are following Jesus around still and again in this morning's gospel looking for a sign of their own that they could trust. See, these crowds following Jesus, listening to him preach and teach, watching him heal, wondering about what he was up to, they wanted to know why they should believe in him. 
why they should follow him anywhere. And they remembered that even back in the Old Testament, their ancestors were wandering around in the wilderness, hungry and thirsty, lost and not so sure they should be following and believing the leader they had in Moses at the time. So the people around Jesus were saying, back in the day, there were signs. There was proof. There was evidence that Moses was God's mouthpiece, that God was God after all. As it is written, Moses gave them bread from heaven to eat. In other words, they got a sign. We want a sign. They got bread. We should get bread. They got manna in the wilderness. We want some of that manna. How can we know for sure mommy and daddy are coming for me? What sign can you give me? Whether it was 15 minutes or 45, the waiting seemed interminable to those kids. And I can't tell you the number of times, it's not just kids, that people have told me how much they have longed for a sign to, how much they have needed a sign in order to know where God was calling them for sure. How God was part of their life for sure. What in the world God was up to or what God might be trying to show or to teach or to lead them toward. Should I take that job or quit this one? If God would just give me a sign, then I'd know for sure. Should I get into this relationship or get out of that one? If God would just give me a sign, then I would know for sure. Should I choose this college or that college or that college? If God would just give me a sign, then I would know for sure. Should I hire this person or not hire that person? Just give me a sign, God, then I'll know for sure. Where's the sign that I can endure this struggle? Where's the sign that the cancer won't win? Where's the sign that I can stop worrying? Where's the sign or the proof that any of this is worth it? Where's the sign? Where's the thing? Where's the something that we can see or touch or feel? The cold, hard something that we can grasp to let us know for sure. And I do it myself with all kinds of things around here, too. I'd like a sign that this pandemic's going to be over soon and some clearer guidance about how to move forward in the face of it? Where's the sign about how we should proceed with staffing for a band leader or someone to tend to the youth? Some signs about what to do after we pay off our mortgage would be nice. Where's the sign that we're following the right lead, that we're doing the right thing, that we're investing in all the right ministry and programs and people? Don't we all still feel like a kid after camp some days? Waiting for proof that someone's there. Or that someone's on the way. Whatever. The thing is, none of us know much of anything for sure these days, do we? 
We want to sign some proof, some evidence, whatever, but that's not what we really need. So what Jesus reminded his friends and his followers and all those who were looking for a sign in this gospel story, with the sign, the manna in the wilderness wasn't the point at all for those early ancestors. Could have been bread or water, could have been pizza or Pepsi. What the sign was didn't matter nearly as much as the source of it all in the first place. God's love and devotion, God's commitment to, and God's presence with God's people. Back in the day, people missed the sign, for crying out loud, the very presence of God standing before them in Jesus himself. The nerve! What sign are you going to give us, Jesus? He's like, I'm standing right here. I am the true bread from heaven, he assured them. Broken and poured out in the flesh for the sake of the world. What they really missed through it all, and what we miss or forget too much of the time, is that we all have the sign we need to always right in front of us. It's why we gather for worship. Because here we stand in the presence of our baptism's water. And we will eat bread and we will drink wine too. All more than just signs of what matter most for us, but the very real presence of what matters for this life and the next. This water, this bread, this wine are reminders for us that we all have already what we need because of God's very real and present love for us. Nothing that I could share with those kids this past week who were waiting for their parents after camp mattered until their parents actually walked in the door. Not that I'd gotten a text, not that I left a message on an answering machine or with a secretary, or even news that mom was on the way. Believe me. What really mattered was when they saw mom's car pull into the driveway or when mom walked into my office with her arms wide open. When the sickness comes, if the cancer wins, when the fear is so great, as the doubts pile up, when the uncertainties overwhelm us, when there are more questions than answers, when the grief is too heavy, when the loneliness is too real, when the end is near even, we're called back to the water. And we are invited back to the table to receive and to be filled up by the very real presence of God's love for us that's waiting there. And we are blessed in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. We are fed with the bread of life who endures all things hopes all things, bears all things. We receive and share the very love, the very promise, the very hope of God with each other for the sake of the world, promises like the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting 
just to name a few. Amen.